This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the place for entertainment. Yes, uh, not just TV shows and movies, but like TikTok. We always talk about those viral TikTok videos. And there's one going around right now that um, it's pretty funny, but it is definitely relatable to a lot of women out there. Uh, So this is um, from Australia and a TikTok user named Casey Brim. She went to social media and revealed that she discovered her bra size was the equivalent of 39 pancakes. <laughs> the weight... 39 pancakes? That's yeah. a lot of pancakes. Now, these pancakes are like frozen pancakes, I guess. They're kind of the size of like Eggo waffles. Okay. It, they look like. Yeah. So her boyfriend, Brandon, he um, agreed to get a sports bra, stuff 39 pancakes into it, and try to go for a run. Oh, my God. Try to uh, put on a seatbelt, drive around, and just live. And it's pretty hilarious. Here is a clip of their their fun time. All right. I recently learned that my cup size is equivalent to 39 pancakes. So today, my husband's going to experience what that is like. We're going to strap 39 pancakes into a sports bra, and he's going to learn what it's like to run with that amount of batter in the t- I mean, I feel like they're going to be good for the base, like the base, and then we'll build upon with the smaller ones, yes. I think. But then these could be like the nipple because they're tiny. I just want to eat these because they're warm. I know. Well, we can eat them after. They'll be extra warm after they've been in your teeth, <laughs> after a run. <laughs> we got the good. We're going to find you the perfect bra. What colour speaks to you? I think they look good. Is it too tight? She did a good job. Ready, eight. Last one. Where can we fit it? 39. Babe! How lucky you get to feel that whenever you want. That feels good. You even have cleavage because you've got nice pants. How am I going to wear the seatbelt? Welcome to my life! Uh, That's not great. You're doing great, sweetie. You're coming! No! You're crumbing. crumbing. No. No. You're crumbing because the crumbs were coming out. He goes out. reading at, like at, or running and at one point literally reaches into his, uh, his, <laughs> his sports bra, bra and grabs a bite. Yes. He also like tries to do some sit-ups. I mean, it's tough. Um, and so I wanted to bring up this topic because I am in so much pain oh. the last couple of days. Okay. I also have this size and it is I just want to know out there, ladies, have you had a breast reduction? If you have, let me know if it's helped you because I'm considering it. Um, It's just really, really pulling on my back and it weighs me down every day. I'm wearing this like posture corrector Mm -hmm. apparatus 
at the gym, I try to strengthen my back and my abs so that yeah. I can, you know, have a strong core. Yeah. But I don't know if it's like, am I just like always going to be in pain? Have you ever talked to your pain? doctor about it? No, I haven't. Because no. I will say, like, I have a friend who just last year, she had this reduction surgery, and I'm pretty sure it was covered. And it has For, made... With insurance. It was, yeah, it has made, like, a complete 180 in her life. Oh, God. In terms of, like, just her day-to-day moving around and the lack of, you know, like, back pain that she has to deal with. Yeah. So it's, I would I would say you should absolutely 100% check into it. Yeah. Especially if you're dealing with pain. Yeah. 651-641-1071. If you have had a breast reduction... Let me know if you feel like it was worth it because it's just I'm not, I know that people I feel guilty even complaining about pain because there are people that have chronic pain. You know, they have autoimmune diseases and this, you know what I'm saying? Talking about your own pain. Yes, because there are people that have so much so. more pain. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a struggle. The last couple of days have been excruciating. It's like a burning in my back. That's my traps. That are just like they're on fire, yeah. and I can't get any relief right now. I just oh god, mm, that's terrible. Oh well, you know what are you going to do? I have a heating pad today. Um, uh, it's just pulling down. It's giving me a widow's hump. I'm pretty sure it's the reason I have migraines. You know, because my neck, I've wow. have issues with that. So, so you literally, this has just come to a head recently. It sure has. Yeah, mm. um, you know, I haven't been able to. Um, I, I, how can your boobs grow later? <laughs> If I just feel like the fat has moved around on my body since mm. I had a hysterectomy and that could be a hormonal thing. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I would say Struggle. you should absolutely talk to your doctor. Let's uh, go to the phones. Mike, who do we have? We've on got the line? Mary on the line. Mary's on the phone. Hey, Mary, what'd you want to share? Hi. Hi. Hey, I, I had a breast reduction done and I hundred percent recommend it. Yeah. Oh, my, I have problems with my back and with clothes fitting, and yes. it's like a uh, uh, complete turnaround for me. Oh, oh, congrats, Mary. That's great to hear. How long ago did you do that? Oh, it was probably about uh, 10 years ago, maybe. Okay. All right. And you feel a lot better? Oh, yes. Okay. Definitely. Definitely. Were you <laughs> having, like, other health problems? Did you have headaches or anything? Um, well, I, I still, I migraines, but I still get them occasionally. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Well, thank you for the call. Thank That's you, Mary. Encouraging. Thank you, Mary. Who else we have on the phone, Mike? Uh, we've got uh, Mary Jo on the line as well. Another Mary. Hey, Mary Jo, what'd you want to share with Dawn? Hey, guys, Dawn, I had a breast reduction in 1999. I was 39 years old. It is the best thing I ever did for myself. Oh. I had upper back pain for years, tried, you know, physical therapy and such. I told my mom, I said, if they grew back tomorrow, I'd be standing at the doctor's office waiting to. <laughs> Again. Yeah. Yes. It's a, it's kind it's a big surgery and you'll hurt, but, um, not terribly. And it changed my life. Mm. Oh, that's awesome. That's Mary good jo. to hear. Well, thank you so much for the encouragement. Thank you, sweetie. Yeah. Uh, We've got another caller on the line. Sue. Sue. Hey, Sue. Hi, Sue. Did you want to share something? Can you hear us? Hello, Sue. I will say uh, it looks like we can't hear Sue or she can't hear us, but uh, 
We also got an email from Aaron who said, Dawn, I had a breast reduction 20 years ago and it was covered by insurance. I'm in my early 50s and they're still perky. It's definitely (laughs) worth it. Yeah. I think, you know, again, you should... I think you should ask your doctor about it because I bet insurance would cover it. Yeah, that's I just need to dig into it a little bit more. I I just it's weird because I have this reservation, you know, there it's it's nice to be blessed, you know, but this is the point where it's like, I don't want to be this blessed. Yeah, If you're in pain. Yeah, that doesn't. Yeah, it's definitely not worth it. You know, Um, we've got one more caller on the line. Should we? uh, It's Connie. Connie's going to have the last word. Hey, Connie. Hi, how are you? I've been better, Connie. What do you have to share? <laughs> well, when I was in the 1980s, um, early 80s, I had a reduction. Uh-huh. Insurance covered it. Okay. Felt That's great. great. It was wonderful. I would tell everybody to go ahead and have it if they're thinking about it. And then when um, maybe the early 2000s, I had a breast lift because mm. I got a. I had a couple children, three children. Sure. They started growing back, so I lifted them. And then, as I've gotten older, they've grown again, and I want to have another one. Wow! They just they just keep wanting to grow, don't they? Yes. <laughs> yes. Wow! But you're not you're not going to have any more ch- or have any children or any. Oh God, no! No, no, no! One yeah, child. I'm, that's it for me. Yeah, but okay. I'm just saying that the insurance covered the reduction, the lift it did not. Okay. Um when I did the second um surgery. Mm-hmm. But um when I did ask the surgeon, which I had the same surgeon both times, mm-hmm. he said if you had a certain percentage taken off of your breath, mm-hmm. the insurance should cover it. Oh, okay. That's a good thing to know in advance. Well, yes. thanks so much for sharing. I appreciate you're it. You're welcome. Yes, Thank you. All right. Well, you'll love it. <laughs> it looks like uh, the verdict is in. The verdict is in. Go talk I'm to your looking doctor. into it for sure. All right. Well, thanks for listening to me and my my struggle. Uh, when we come, well, of course. And when we come back, and you have linked the pancake experiment on our show page so that uh, yes. everybody can Currently, see the right now, viral yes. TikTok. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we come back, Dawn is going to share a story with us about demons at the Walker Arts Center. What? <laughs> yes. We have all the latest when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. Hey, my talkers, Bradley here for my friends at your boat club. The bottom, like hands down, bottom line, best thing we've done all summer is get out on the water with the help of our friends at your boat club. Truly, signing up for that trial membership this year is the best decision we made as a family. Why? Because we've had so much fun. There are over 30 locations across Minnesota alone that your boat club has boats on the water. And they've also got locations in Illinois and Wisconsin. You guys, the service is unparalleled. We show up. Your boat club takes care of everything. You don't have to be an expert on the water. You just have to know the experts. And I'm telling you, the experts are your boat club. We've been on Lake Waconia. We've been on Forest Lake. We've had a great experience. We're headed back to, I think, Waconia this Saturday afternoon. We show up. They help us on the boat. They'll even drive the boat out of the dock area for you if you'd like. At the end of the day, we've had so much fun with your boat club, and you will too. Head to yourboatclub.com today. Okay, the Walker Art Center has an interesting, um, well, it's like an art project that has caused a little bit of a stir at first glance. Uh, It's called Demon Bloom Songs. 
And it's by an artist named Tamar Etune. And um, if you uh, go to our show links page, you will be able to see uh, this article written about it. And it's really, it's called this demon summoning thing. And it's a multimedia work. Demon summoning. It's (laughs) not everyday people summon demons. Right. So back, you know, throughout history, there have been a lot of ancient texts and things that have, you know, talked about things like this and what they would do to capture a demon. So this artist has taken all of these things and put them into art. You know, there's, it's just like a multifaceted art installation. Okay. Uh, So, so it's, it's kind of caused a little bit of a stir with some communities that are, well, I imagine if you say it. the word demon, people freak out because they think of their own Judeo-Christian identification. That yes. is, those who are Judeo-Christian or uh, have a faith in that, uh, from that context, that they would hear the word demon and maybe think of it a certain way. Is Are you saying that that's not the intent with this exhibit? Right. Well, right. So this is this comes from like Sumerian um, mythologies and... It centers on Lilith, who was a shape-shifting femme type of sovereign um, entity, you know. Okay, Uh, so that's a mythological or a religious, from another religious uh, faith. That's correct, Because I'm not familiar with that story. Yes, yes. And so pagan rituals and things like this. Uh, So this involves, like, incantation bowls. And the most interesting thing... Did you say incantation bowls? Incantation. So there's, like, this summoning thing that she wants to show, uh, or the artist, I apologize, I don't know if this, uh, Tamar, is a woman or a man, doesn't matter. Uh, So... Showing like the ways that other ancient civilizations used to deal with. And the word demon in the past could be daemon, which just means a spirit or not necessarily something that's anti God. Yeah. You know, because traditionally people are like, demon is the opposite of Christ. But this is really just looking back into the history of all of these summoning practices. Mm. And what's the most interesting thing is that she brings it into the modern age by you can use your smartphone to text Lilith. So you can actually you can text a demon. You can text. Yes. And say, like, for instance, um, the article was written and. Uh, the text was sent, Dear Lilith, there are many appearances and portrayals of you in the most ancient of texts to the most recent of podcasts, Tree Spirit, Screech Owl, Bird-Footed Woman. And then it goes on to say, how would you prefer to be introduced when reading this? And then you get a text back. Hmm, I appreciate this description of me. I feel like any answer I... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasts platforms and you can also find it on uappodcast.com i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Give to this question will be limiting and I've never enjoyed feeling trapped. So it's just... And then how do you want to be summoned or contacted? And then my pre- preferred method of being summoned is to text SUMMON to 833-575-1049. So it's like so an interactive is, experience. I was going to say, so this is an art exhibit, and this mm-hmm. is something that people can actually participate in that's happening at the Walker Art Center, right? Yes, that's right. Um, and so it involves a whole bunch of different things. And the artwork is actually pretty beautiful. Actually, it looks like this already happened. This was on the 5th of August. Oh, it's no longer there. Okay. So this is a traveling installation. So unfortunately it's already left. That's interesting though. I mean, you should link to the thing so people can read about it. I'm sure, um, you know, if it goes to other places, maybe people can follow along there. Yeah. When you first said trap demons, I was like, okay, I'm not comfortable with this because I have that sort of like fairy tale Disney version of a demon. Like, I'm going to open a portal to hell. <laughs> and I don't like playing Ouija boards, much oh, less, sure. yeah. you know, meant talking about demons because I, I don't feel like it's a good idea to, you really? know, I'm a very superstitious person. Oh, okay. And even if uh, it's not a particular part of my faith tradition, yeah, I'm skeptical and agnostic enough to be like, I don't want to ask anybody's religious forces into being without understanding what I'm fully doing. So right. like sitting down at a party with my friends, you're like, oh, this will be fun. We'll see if grandma. And then all of a sudden it's like, I am going to destroy the world. And you're like, I was just trying to see what my Uncle Frank is up to on the afterlife. Oh, God. Okay. Right? Yeah, no, I get I, that. I get a little dramatic. No, it's fine. Mm. I, you're you're an interesting cat, you know? Mm, am I? Because you wow. don't believe in ghosts, but you do, you are superstitious. I have told you, it's not that I would definitively say there is no ghost, because I'm I'm always open. Okay. But, you know, like most people, I want to see it. I want to smell it. Oh, I want to experience it. Okay. So when it comes to ghosts, guess what I'm not going to do? run towards it <laughs> okay on the slight off chance uh, yeah that there could be something here's what i will grant you there is a lot of unknown in the universe yeah whether it's a time traveling person mm-hmm. from the future pretending to be your grandma what's I mean, the in on that well no yeah. it could be you know you never know okay right yeah uh I'm like, there is something that doesn't make sense or that is unexplained, but what the explanation is, I don't know if we're quite capable as a species of figuring it out yet. I totally agree. Yeah. I do. Because I actually agree, Don. Yes, I am skeptical. I'm on a paranormal team. I will tell you that if people email us and they start talking about demons, we don't do demons. We don't do that. Like we are. You a just hear the word team. demon. And you're like, no, no, we don't. Ha- we're like, well, we don't really subscribe to that. But we do have some other teams in the area that are more religious and spiritual in, in nature, yeah. and so they w- are more comfortable handling that. If you would like to talk to them, is it like the Catholic Church? You get a priest over and they do an exorcism or something? Um, no, you know, as a Catholic, a Roman Catholic, I don't really think that. They just don't get into that. It's okay. just too... That, just, that's, that's just all Hollywood. That's just, you know, you'd have to do a lot to get, you know, 
someone will come and bless your house, but they're not going to do some type of an exorcism. They're just not. Um, But if you want to learn more about this, you can. Um, And there are some websites out there that they're not for this. I found some other ones that are like, ooh, they are so against this. Like, kids are summoning demons. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 you can see where this would get controversial, but I, I thank you nonetheless for sharing it with us. And when we come back, you're also going to share something equally controversial, this bizarre story behind the alleged death, but then not, oh. of an artist named Lil Tay. Oh. Don will have all the latest when we come back. Hey, my talker. Bradley here for my good friends at Alight. Will you do me a favor and head to wearealight.org? There you're going to learn about some of the great work this Twin Cities-based organization is doing around the globe. And I've shared some of those stories firsthand. I've traveled to places like Uganda and Rwanda to talk about the work Alight is doing there with displaced persons. This month specifically, the month of August, Alight, and uh, I'm joining them in this, are thanking Minnesotans. That's you guys who help make their humanitarian work around the world possible. In many places around the world where a light is, they have come to know that Minnesota is known for its generosity and goodwill. And specifically, that's in part thanks to you, my talkers, for all your support for a light over the last few years, specifically in Ukraine. 1,600 plus my talkers stepped up with over $150,000 in donations. Thank you, my talkers, and thank you, Minnesota. Head to wearealight.org today. Oh, there has been this weird controversy about a, I wouldn't, a rapper, I mean, a social media presence. Uh, and uh, Lil Tay is what she goes by. Okay. Um, and if you haven't seen this story, let me just take you back a little bit. So earlier this week or this weekend, an Instagram account belonging to a child influencer, Lil Tay, announced her death at age 16, last Wednesday, actually. And everybody was just super shocked. It also mentioned that her brother had died in some a terrible, you know, horrible, tragic way. Okay. And in uh, that their deaths were under investigation. Now, a lot of news outlets put this out there and I do remember seeing the headlines and because I don't know uh, who Lil Tate is was right I kind of just like brush it off and it wasn't until Mike actually dropped the needle mm-hmm. during a dirt alert update and said Lil Tate is alive that we all went wait what what who what? what I need to know more about this story yes so back in 2018 2019 there was a 10 year old girl who was Mm, her brother was kind of creating the persona of Lil Tay. Okay. And just like somebody who's flexing, like he had studied all kind of social all kinds of social media stars and how they become who they were. He himself wanted to become one of these influencers or somebody that had this online like a YouTube star. Yeah. But he thought he couldn't do it and so he got his little sister involved and called her Lil Tay. But he was feeding her all of this information. I have a clip first of how Lil Tay comes across, and I'll tell you the whole persona and how they okay. developed this. Message to all y'all broke ass haters. Y'all ain't doing that like Lil Tay. This cost me two hundred thousand. I'm only nine years old. I ain't got no license, but I still drive this sports car, bitch. Your favorite rapper ain't even doing it like Lil Tay. 
<laughs> All right, so that's a portion. I had to bleep some of it because there's f bombs. Like oh, it's God. it's it's a lot. And how old is she? Well, that she was nine or ten at the oh, time. Oh God. Okay, so it's ridiculous. <laughs> She's like, I don't have a license. So how was she even on social media at that age? Well, um, she was born Claire Eileen uh, Key Hope, and her parents have shared had shared custody of her. Uh, she grew up in Canada with her half-brother, Jason, and her mother, who was a realtor named Angela. And she allowed her kids to film inside the fancy properties that she showed. Mm, so that's okay. how Lil Tay was like, this is one of my mansions. And it's like, oh, my God, it's not a mansion. But people like were so interested in like it cracked them up. They thought it was funny. You know, they actually at one point um, joined together with another influencer and they moved in with her her name is woe vicky she was 18 and her oh, mom was trying to bizarre. i know this is so weird and complicated but her mom was behind her brother was really behind it but they're like how can we you know how can we capitalize on this because she started to get a lot of followers and a lot of views so they move in with this other influencer and she's very controversial, okay, um, claiming to be black when she wasn't. Oh, God. Yeah. Okay. Whoa, Vicky. Yeah, that's right. Whoa, Vicky. Whoa on that. Uh, so, you know, they were going around like malls, filming together, even like trying to fight Bad Baby. If you remember, that's the Catch Me Outside girl yeah. who's like a, a legitimate, <laughs> a leg- was on Dr. Phil, that, but then became a legitimate rapper. Yeah, she's and pretty she's good. making millions now. She's actually a really hard worker, so yeah. things can turn around for you. Uh, but it's very strange how this all came about because they were working towards like getting her talent managers in the U.S. because they're in Vancouver. So then they moved to L.A. to be with this uh, Whoa Vicky and trying to get her managers to you know, make her famous so and they can make child, money off her. Right? She's nine. Okay. All right. And so then it within this it's whole like death well. thing that happened, which ended up being like Do we as know, Mike said I kept seeing it was a hoax, but like what is the hoax part? I don't get it. Well, like she all of a sudden all her social media is like she's dead. Mm-hmm. And then she came out to say, I'm not dead. Um but it turns out so she was on social media and then she just disappeared. Okay. Actually, let's play the clip here of her brother coaching her because somebody dug up like some her in front of a green screen somehow of her being coached by her brother on what to say. Oh, go back, go back and say like, no, you, you, you broke, broke ass bitch. You still, you, you out here, you were out here like with your irrelevant ass. You you making a video on me? Like, bitch, I'm way more relevant than you. You're trying to be relevant, and you're trying to be like me. Mommy, stop! I was filming! <laughs> Lil Tay be popping on YouTube right now. You need to be, like, more ignorant. You have to be like, ooh, Lil Tay, Lil Tay out here. Wait, what did he say again? You still irrelevant, like I said last time. <sighs> What do I say? Oh, this is so sad. Oh, God. Yeah, so her brother's 16 at the time, trying to coach her to be this. I mean, this is not like this little girl came up with this herself. do we think that the brother's behind the hoax? Or, like, what's the implication here? Well, let's introduce the dad. Okay. 
So all of a sudden, back in 2019, um, there was a New York Magazine story, and her father, who is a Canadian lawyer, his name is Chris Hope, he got a court order requiring his daughter to return to Vancouver and shut down her Instagram. So that's why she disappeared. Okay, then... He was trying to get a visa and an American work permit so that she could make money in the U.S. The dad and, was? Yes. So we've got Wait, the mom and the sh- dad. shut it down. The he, mom was trying to shut it down or the dad was trying to shut it down? The dad shut it down. He got a court order to shut down the Instagram. But really, it's because he wanted to make money off of her uh, and bring her back to Vancouver. Okay. So then he wanted her to put her earnings in a trust. Um, he published a series of posts claiming that but then there were things up that on the Instagram and we think maybe it's the brother who was like the dad and his new wife. They're abusing her. There were suspicious screenshots of legal documents releasing the oh phone God, number for his law firm. So somebody trying to we're thinking it might be the mom, Angela, trying to discredit him and saying he took her away, you know. So this is a back and forth between two adults yeah. who are supposed to be parents. Yeah. And, and really, they're just trying to make money off their kids, which, oh, look, people trying to make money off their kids on social media. Yeah. This has gross. happened many times. It oh, wait, is. It's been happening since the dawn of media. Mm-hmm. So then after the whole statement about her passing away and her brother passed away, uh, TMZ, like they do, got in touch with the real little Tay And she didn't do a video or an interview, but she did make a statement. I want to make it clear that my brother and I are safe and alive, but I'm completely heartbroken and struggling to even find the right words to say. It's been a very traumatizing 24 hours. All day yesterday, I was bombarded with endless heartbreaking and tearful phone calls from loved ones, all while trying to sort out this mess. My Instagram account was compromised by a third party and used to spread jarring misinformation and rumors regarding me to the point that even my name was wrong. My legal name is Tay Tian, not Claire Okay, so what's interesting about that statement, and if you guys are just joining us, Dawn is filling us in on this like bizarre death hoax of a social media influencer. Mm-hmm. That's a child. First of all, how old is she now? Well, she would be now since that's 2018, like 14. Okay, so she's 14 years old. The statement you just read to me does not sound like a 14-year-old, which makes me think it was written by you know, either a PR person or somebody else. Like, it just sounds way too well-adjusted and adult and mature for somebody who essentially has been manipulated and used by their family for the last five years. Then it's even weirder, okay? Okay. In a follow-up post on the account of Lil Tay, it says, since the end of 2021, me and my brother have been planning on coming back to social media and start streaming. We didn't tell anyone other than our parents. And once we did, they got mad and called us ignorant because we weren't going to do the same thing that I was doing when I was nine or 10. They locked us out of every social media we had because they still wouldn't let us have full access to it. It started a big argument. They got mad. We went to live with our grandparents. And ever since, they basically cut contact with us. So about four months ago, I texted my mom for the first time in years And we were talking about getting our account back. She agreed at first and then switched up randomly. And now this happens out of nowhere where I haven't talked to her since May. What does this, all of this do? Garner more attention on her social media. Yeah. So who's behind this? But for what? Like there, I feel like there are other shocking things you could do or say without saying this person's dead because that kind of ends the conversation. Like, I don't get it. it. 
so no one actually knows who put. They're saying it was a third party. Yeah, but it that, sounds like. But the it parents, sounds like them. she hasn't had a relationship with her mom. She said for years. Years because of I don't know what maybe she. But they got mad because they wanted their social media back of the little Tay persona, which also their parents. So they should right. So is this all to... her parents? And you know, people on Reddit are like, if this is a ho- hoax, it's extremely messed up. But I would rather it be a hoax than her actually being deceased. Well, of course. Yeah. So this is just all a very confusing. It looks like just a cry for attention. Like whoever Lil Tay is. Oh, my head hurts. I know. But it's just like really what it comes down to, what it looks like, is that the brother tried to get her to be a social media star. The parents saw money involved, started fighting with each other, shut it down. But now they want to make a comeback. But who wants to make a comeback? Is it yeah. actually the At child? At the end of the day, the parents should not, I don't know, I'm not going to tell other parents what to do, but I would not be allowing my child to have a social media presence at the age of nine, much less the age of 14. Well, that is my own life, and I have a dog and no children. So take that for what it's worth. Exactly. So that is the basis. We'll see what happens with little things. Dawn, thank you for keeping us up to date on the most bizarre social media story of the day. But when we come back, we have to go back to Crimtown. What's Crimtown? That's Kim Zolciak. Kim Zolciak <laughs> and Croy Bierman. What are they up to? Oh, you won't believe. Trust me, it's worth the wait when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. Hey, My Talkers. Bradley here for my good friends at Hero. Do you have an electrical system in your home? <laughs> of course you do. And if you don't, that means you've got issues, problems. Well, if you've got problems, Call my friends at Hero. In fact, I got some big savings for you. Do me a favor. Call Hero. They'll fix your whatever ails your electrical system. So if you got a plug or an outlet throughout your home that's not working anymore, have the good folks of Hero out to your home. They'll fix the problem the first time and you won't have to worry about it again. Even better, $69 off savings just for you right now. But you got to tell them Bradley sent you. So head to callhero.com today. Have them out for whatever ails your home, electrically speaking, and you'll save that $69. That's no small thing. That's good savings. And you're literally getting the best in the business when you have the professionals from Hero out to your home. Callhero.com today. Do it. And don't forget to tell them Bradley saying Save 69 bucks. Come on. We have uh, info and updates on two um, celebrity publicationships. We do. Krim, of course, is Kim Zolciak, Croy Bierman. Are they together? Are they not together? What do we know? It's been a while, so I thought you guys deserved an update. You're welcome. Why is this desk wet? Ew! I just picked up the mouse pad and it's wet under there. It's a hot mess in here. (laughs) What was Donna doing over here? Sometimes she there was spills a little things. water spill that happened, but oh, was there? Thought it was oh. taken care of. Yeah, apparently. Not. Okay, at least the... it was water. Thank it was just you. water. Thank yeah, you, because you never know what kind of gunk and funk. Well, there was a reason why your microphone. My didn't microphone. Work. Okay, let's let's do some reality radio. radio. I was talking with my lips at the beginning of this show. <laughs> Thank God. And them buttons got stuck, so we have. Pull back the curtains, an on button and an off button for our microphones, kids. It's very technically advanced back here. We also have a talk back button, which lets <laughs> well, us Well, don't talk get to too Mike. complicated. And sometimes we hit the on air button when we want to talk to Mike on accident. But the on and off button were the issue today because I went to turn it on and it kept shutting off. So, thankfully, there was an engineer nearby. 
we actually employ people to keep us up to date and our technology rolling forward. How much do we pay him? We need not to pay enough. Him a lot. Not enough. But anyway, uh, I don't know what we pay them because um, we don't pay them. <laughs> the <laughs> business office kidding. does that. We meaning like you know we need to pay. Uh, it's the royal we more. The royal we anyway. That damn button kept going off. Well, the engineer pulls up the button. It was real crusty crust. Crusty crust. And so, so thank, much gross. So he gunk. He, and I just it must be from finger it is stuff. Because like what's on your fingers? What we do since finger everyone gunk. uses these buttons that are from nineteen sixty. Um we That's take nasty. Lysol wipes and we wipe down the area. I wipe off the buttons, but then it just basically gets, gets pushed down in the into crevices. the cracks. Yeah. So that So we got greasy cracks. <laughs> and that gunk and sticky sticky gunky uh crusty crust. And your button wasn't working anymore because of the finger gunk from so then 50 he removed years. the off button after he cleaned up the on button and the off button was just as gunky and now I literally just lifted the mouse pad to move it and it's sopping. And I'm like <laughs> Here's the situation. This we is only so have like nasty. four minutes to switch places. And so if you haven't taken care of all the messes you've made or you think you did, then there isn't a lot of time. With Make sure you wash your hands, I kids. take all my luggage out of here the break before? Sometimes I want to end the show. Well, if you guys early. hear about the uh, gunky, funky mouse pad at some point today uh, after three o'clock, just it tell us. Lori and Julie it wasn't us. Now, I do need to get back to Crim Shady. So, Krim, of course, Kim Zolciak, Croy, Beerman, they're on again. They're off again. Remember, police were called to these people's houses, house, because we thought, you know, they're, I mean, alleged, there were allegations of domestic assault, Dawn, mm-hmm. and abuse. Yep. And that could still have been true. Well, the latest from TMZ is money trouble straining marriage, dot, 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 still want it to work. <laughs> what? So, what follows is a very confusing roller coaster of uh reality nonsense kim zolciak and croy biggerman's marriage is one big roller coaster ride so says tmz and apparently they've got a source that's close to the couple i don't know who this is but the source is saying that kim and croy's financial woes which they're still not talking about publicly is putting a lot of pressure on them which is heating things up at home and um out of the other side of their mouth the source is also saying they'll be fine one day Mm. And then at each other's throats the next. Oh, great. To which I am saying, Don, this is not going to end well. You got a bunch of, you got two people mm-hmm. who've already had the police called on each other. There's allegations of domestic abuse, right? Mm-hmm. There is a lot of money mm-hmm. and abuse. And by money, I mean debts. So I'm just saying, like, you put all those things together, I don't feel like this is going to end well. I don't think this is good for these two to be in the same space, even though it's a super big-ass mansion. Remember, in the body cam footage of these two, which the police released, and we were able to see, or somebody released it to us so that we could see the police visiting their house on one particular uh, call when they were off again, Mm -hmm. they sleep in the same bed. Like, they're yelling and screaming at each other and locking each other out of rooms yeah. and getting real, you know, verbally violent with one another, and yet they're still sleeping in the same bed. So this, like, hot and cold business, I don't feel like that that ends well. 
his bed or their marital bed, he says to the the cops, because we had the, the footage, mm-hmm. I that's a $15,000 bed. I need it for my back. It he was sounds- an NFL player, and so he might have injuries. I get that. But, like, I'm not sleeping in there. I'm sorry. If, I if were you her- are divorcing one another and you're hurling these, like, you're stealing millions, you're gambling our life away, you're kidnapping our children. I'm All of these are allegations. The I'm going to lock you out of the bathroom. You're being shady, blah, blah, blah. I am not sleeping in the same ass bed. Because a lot of times fights like that happen after, like at night, after the kids, you put the kids down and then I'm you assuming. Start sniping at each other. If you're yeah. in the same room. So eliminate part of that by sleeping the Guest bedroom, Kim. Yeah, I don't. I'm not blaming her. Create boundaries. But like both of them need. They're adults. To, yeah. They need to create boundaries now. If she is somehow like the victim of uh, domestic abuse in all this situation, then somebody needs to help advocate on her behalf. Because remember, her mother was talking to the police officer and saying he has been behaving very weirdly yeah. and aggressively. And that scared. That's the scary. Heck out of me. That's not like again. Why are you guys? Mm-mm. Until your financial issues, they owe over a million dollars allegedly to the IRS, right? Yeah. And they've got companies that are suing them for unpaid bills. Mm-hmm. And they've got like a home equity loan that they defaulted on. So they've got oh. that. They've got the IRS bills. They've got all these other financial woes. You put two, you know, firecracker personalities plus financial woes into a tight space. I just feel like you're going to have an explosion that hopefully figuratively and not uh, literally is not going to end well. Gosh, well, what about Shady? Let's move on to Shady. You're like, I'm done with Krim. Well, Krim is, yeah, I'm scared too. I really don't, I don't like people to get divorced, but I don't think you should stay together if it's that toxic. No, and I don't care what you're, even if you're going to like figure it out one day, great. Right now is not the time. You guys need to focus on taking care of your financial issues. And if you can't do that together, better to do it apart. Get it done. Maybe taken she care doesn't of. have anywhere to go. And well, again, create boundaries. Yeah. You get one floor. The other person gets oh, another true. floor. Yeah. yeah. Bring in a friend or a family member to stay with you and create those healthy boundaries. Look at me trying to be a marriage counselor. All right. Now let's move on to Shady. Shady, of course, is Irina Shake and Tom Brady. Oh, so, Arena Shake, of course, has been connected to all sorts of A-list celebrity gentlemen, yeah. including but not limited to Bradley Cooper, who is the father of her child. Well, she is a, uh, reportedly with Mr. Tom Brady now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And apparently, if you believe the sources, she's icing out her friends and family <gasps> because she doesn't want them to come between her and Tom. She doesn't Whoa. want Tom. She doesn't want to lose him? To get... Mm, itchy with people talking out of the sides of their mouth about her relationship with him. So she's eliminating friends or distancing herself from friends so that they won't potentially make Tom nervous. Like, your friends talk too much? Arena isn't taking any chances with her budding relationship with Tom Brady. We (laughs) hear the model, uh, page six, we hear the model is so intent on making it work that she's cutting ties with some of her more loose-lipped pals to avoid embarrassing fumbles. Let's see what they did there, fumbles. <laughs> That's so dumb. Do you believe any of it? Um, Yes, I do. Oh, all right. I do believe that. Well, I wish we had more time to like, explore this, your... This guy is a gold mine, so well, I, I mean, got to hold on to him. Tom Brady wouldn't be the worst partner in the world. No. Right?